I learned a long time ago that pull starts break. Pull starts also suck. Yeah. In general, they just suck anyways. So you could sit there and be like, This is Alex Sturgeon with the the Hobbytown Hobbyplex here for the Hobbyplex show. And I am Will Brinton. And uh, we are here once again to uh, kind of chat for an hour about everything and anything Hobbyplex and more. I would like to bring up that this and every episode is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can get a hold of Don Zoller. And use the promotion code. Well, all you got to do really is mention the Hobbyplex show. And you can either get a $500 lender credit or 0.25 off of your rate for any sort of refinance or home purchase. 0.125 off of a rate. That's actually really good. When he said that when we were talking about stuff, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that's actually really good. I'd go with that rate decrease personally. So once again... Pivot Lending Group, you can get a hold of either David Olson or Don Zoller. They'd really like to get a hold of Don Zoller. Mention the Hobbyplex show, and uh, you can get a pretty awesome promotion at the end of the show or towards it. We'll also uh, insert um, some lending tips or some information about uh, the mortgage industry. We had a nice little chat a couple of weeks ago, and we've been kind of splicing them into the show. Uh, thanks to Pivot Lending Group for uh, making this show weekly. Will actually does have a house, by the way. Anybody listening to this? Uh, for all now <laughs> 10 episodes. He doesn't live in the back of a house or anything like that. He's uh, <laughs> he actually has a house. He actually lives. He has, he has toiletries and a, and a refrigerator. It's all good. Yeah. Was there anybody that thought that I didn't have a house? No, no, not yet, but you never know. <laughs> I, I, I've come like to learn. So, like you see somebody at the plex and they're like, does Will really live in a tent <laughs> behind somebody's house? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, with, with all the uh, Facebook promotion stuff and how I have to interact with people, uh, not just in person now, but also online uh, through all these digital mediums that we've been working on, uh, I have noticed that people tend to believe a lot of really dumb stuff. So somebody out there, at <laughs> least uh, the law of averages means that at least one person out there uh, thought that you actually did live in <laughs> a tent uh, out in uh, near a garage or something like that. So. On the internet, therefore, it's true. Yep, exactly. Hey, we also have um, in studio because uh, she was bored and she didn't have anything to do. I have my wife is in studio. She's probably not going to talk a whole lot during this episode, but we might ask her a question about what it's like being uh, an RC wife or something like that. So, Gretchen, can you please say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. So, uh, with that, this is going to be a weird show because there's not a whole heck of a lot to talk to as far as hobby news. What do you think? Oh, boy. Uh, I really can't think of a whole lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of figured this would happen. We'd just run out of yeah, stuff we, to talk well, about. I, we're not going to run out of stuff to talk about because I did post for some questions and we actually got some pretty good ones and talking points for that matter. So we'll probably get rolled to that okay. pretty quickly. But um, I was just wondering if you, if you heard anything on your side of things because what did we get this week? We did a What's New Wednesday. We actually had a couple new items. There was a new body that we got in. 
there was some crawling stuff that we got in, but nothing crazy major, just some new patterns and stuff to uh, wheels and a couple more brass parts for the Enduro. Horizon just launched a new airplane. Um, I believe it's a Citation. It's basically like a, like a Learjet. And once again, it's small. They're still bringing out large stuff. They've got this um, 60-something millimeter A-10 that we should be getting any day now at the Hobbyplex. But uh, besides that, they're, they're still coming out with a lot more smaller planes that fit underneath of that 250-gram FAA weight limit, you know, just in case. It's called the Citation? I think so. I should look it up. That, yeah. That's a that's a cool name for it, well, I especially think, now. I think it's a real <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think it's a real plane, though. I think the Citation's a real airplane, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see when that comes in. Uh, we already talked about uh, the big news last week, which was Thomas Tran. We already got through that. That was a really good show mm-hmm. last week, too, by the way. I'd like to say. Good job. Oh, I think so. Good job hey, how, last week. How, how many? Yeah, thanks. Anytime. Yeah. Hey, how many uh, uh, downloads do we get a week or a show or now? I don't know. That's uh, that's my sister's territory. and. If it's anything based on what I what I know from watching it, at least through the old SoundCloud links, I think it's quite a bit. So I just I, my wife and I were talking about that, and uh, so on the SoundCloud, I, links, I was just like, I haven't asked. Yeah, on on the Sound SoundCloud links, looks like a hundred per episode, but I don't think that that tracks any of the other podcasting sites, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. So I don't think we really know the rest of it. Well, I kind of thought with us being on like Apple podcast app now, uh, we would get more traffic. Yeah, I, I have no doubt that we're getting more traffic. I hope it's like a, I hope it's something that everybody looks forward to. That's kind of why we started doing it. Kind of sucks that this, yeah. this uh, coronavirus thing has kind of made our format a little bit different. I was kind of, I was kind of having a good time with how we broke things down, but. Maybe we should have like like next week. We should have sto- RC stories to tell. Well, that's what people I'm, probably love. That. So that's kind of what I want to get into. You are a wise man because mm-hmm. one of the questions from John Bolton, he was uh, the hobby haven guy, and then I think he moved back to Minnesota. I haven't seen him in forever. No, I haven't yeah, seen him in haven't person seen him in a long forever. time. Yeah, but he used to come to Omaha mm-hmm. all the time and race at Winter Circle back in the day. I think that might have been. Yeah. When were you born? Eighty nine. Oh, okay. So you were like seven. That was like 1996, 97. Anyways, uh, Alex and Will, what's the best race you guys have ever ran? Mine was the Region 8 Regionals at Goodyear in Lincoln, Nebraska. was the third A-Main mod truck. I got bumped in the first turn, started sending my truck off the big bank and into someone's pit tent. (laughs) By the time they found my truck, they tossed it back on the track. Uh, The leader was coming across the finish line. I put my head down, charged hard, and worked my way up to second. First time I ever did a fist bump after the race. Races were four minutes if they were five like today, I probably would have won. That's a hard question because we've gone to, I mean, I personally have gone to so many races since 1990. What's the yeah, best race? What's the best race you've like, ever had? Man, I should have read that before. Yeah. I could think about it. It's a tough um, one. I read the question and I started going back through all the races that I've ever been to. And <sighs> I mean, the races, oh, I've, okay. the races I've won have always been good, but I, I don't know. I was trying to think deeper. I was trying to find like Pro- a deep cut. Probably the best race I've ever had or one of my greatest memories. Um, it was right after Jamie died. And it was that uh, that Byron's race that we had at the Plex. 
and I struggled for grip and setup and everything that whole weekend. And Jeremy Fellows was my pit guy. And I was like, I started fifth in the B main of Nitro Buggy. Yeah, you didn't qualify very well like that, that. that round. I remember that. No, it, it was, yeah, it was the Byron's race. So there's some heavy hitters there. Yeah. Like, I think Ryan, well, I don't know if Lutz was there or not that year. No, I can't but, remember. Um, I didn't qualify very well. And I figured something out with tires before my B main. And we did like, we just did a wholesale change on my car and or Jeremy's like, I'm changing all this. I'm like, okay, just do it. It's one of those shut up and do it moments. Right. And I started fifth in the B main and I won the B main and by quite a bit. And then, um, I started, so I would have started 11th cause I thought yeah. we started 12 cars. So I started 11th and I ended up finishing third. Yeah. I yeah, just I kept that. picking people off and I only, I think I was running like nine or 10 minute pit stops and, um, I was running an MX engine. I think that was one of the first races I ran with that thing. Yeah. MX and, engines uh, are really good. Oh yeah. They're like, OS based, right? You have Aren't they OS based. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's an OS engine. Um, if you have the money to spend on an engine, just, just buy one of those and get rid of all your headaches. Uh, like Tebow sells them. I think Spencer sells them. Yeah. I think they're like 550 bucks. Um, but it's an expensive, that price tag would not be Gretchen approved, but your, your, uh, uh, experience is so much better. Right. Just any good OS based engine. I don't think you can go wrong with, but anyway, so I, I, but I just kept picking people off and like, Van I Van Dalen watched me in practice and I like back no, it was in the B main. He watched me like cause there's that where the dirt oval is, we were using the dirt oval and I like backed my car into that one eighty on the dirt oval and just just whipped around that corner and full throttled and like wheelied my nitro car a little bit coming out of that corner. And I was like, Holy shit, we got a race car. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he was like, oh, man, Will's got something good. So he, like, watched my car for most of the race. I was using up tires. Like, I, I, I put new tires on for the B main. I put another new set of tires on for the A main. I think I ran I ran a different brand of tire than I run now. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good experience. That was a really good nitro experience for me. Just everything kind of worked out. I mean... Ideally, if I had more better track position, I maybe could have finished second. But I think, I think Seth uh, won, if I remember right. Yeah, I don't remember who finished second. Maybe Jared Wiggins. <sighs> and then that that whole that whole winter might have to go back and find um, it. I'd, yeah, that whole winter I had a pretty good run in eight electric eight scale. Yeah. Oh, and I bumped out of the B main and electric eight scale too at that race. Yep. I finished fifth and we, I think we only ran one main or two mains. Yeah. But I ended up fifth. I had one run where I was up to like second and like I got clobbered by lap traffic or something. Right. What are you going to do? This one's tough. Cause, um, I could say the stock Nats in 2004 and that was because I put a lot of energy into learning, finally learning how to make brushed motors go fast. I, mm-hmm. they had that Jim's black book that you could order. 
I kind of did a whole bunch of internet research and basically just pieced it together. And when I went to that race, I was very prepared, a lot more than I am nowadays. You know, I had, I had a system I was going to have set up. I had my, my diamond Bitcom lathe ready to go. I had a, a sponsorship from Putnam. So I had a whole bunch of brushes. I had uh, a really good sponsorship from Racer Hobbies who used to uh, do batteries. So I had four fresh batteries for that race. And I worked on my motors. I, I polished, you know, the bushings and all that stuff. And I did all that. And I had, you know, the, the polarized brushes and, and just my buggy was really good. My truck was, could have been good, but I had so much bad luck in qualifying that uh, I didn't make the main in, in the truck. So it was kind of weird being in the B main in truck, but being like third qualifier overall in stock buggy. Yeah. So it's like, you don't care. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> I think the, the 99 Roar regionals was like the first race where everybody in our region kind of knew who I was before that, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was going to regionals every year from 95 on and I made the main it's weird because I like made the A main and got like, I think as high as fourth place in mod truck a couple of years, like 96, 97 when they were at BNL hobbies in, in Missouri. But it still wasn't one of those things where, where you would show up to the track and be like, Oh, that guy's here. We better up our game. Right. The 99 stock mm -hmm. Nats, I had just gotten back a couple of months earlier from the, the, I'm sorry, the 99 regionals. I had just gotten back from going to the mod Nats where I was basically humiliated. I did so bad and I spent so much money going there and I did so terrible. I, you know, I broke my car constantly. The track was, was totally different from anything I'd ever ran. The track was really hard. And of course I'd never, I'd never raced against the kind of competition that was there. I had a whole bunch of people going, why are you going to the mod nets? You don't even run mod, but I wanted to run mod. And I had an opportunity to run mod because my aunt-in-law, is that a thing? My stepdad's sister. <laughs> lived in, lived in Corona, California. So I was able to, to go and stay at her house. And I stayed there for almost a, like three weeks, I think uh, almost a month and, uh, and, and went to the mod nets and did terrible. Well, I came back and I had slicks from that race. And this, this was in Chillicothe, Missouri. It had rained the night of qualifying and Dennis Johnson, who I'd gone down there with, we were pitting next to one another and, and I think we were actually staying in each other's room or not staying in each other's room. I think I was staying with him in, you know, as in the hotel or whatever. And I, we were watching the track and it wasn't drying out. And I was thinking to myself, should I run slicks? And like two, two races before my qualifier in, in stock buggy, I looked at him and I showed him my slicks and I go, I go, what do you think? And he gave me this nod, like you should totally put them on. So I put them on. And I went out there and I posted a faster time in that stock buggy qualifier than anybody had done in modified. And then the modified qualifier came and I did the exact same thing. I, and I only had one car at that time. So I had to change motors and, you know, put the right gear on. And then I went out there and I, so I TQ'd stock buggy and mod buggy by a lot. It was like seven seconds in mod, I think is what it was. I mean, it was crazy. After that race, all of a sudden you started hearing in the pits, everybody grinding their tires. What was awesome mm -hmm. about that was everybody started grinding their tires to make slicks, but they didn't have the right foam set up. Nobody there really knew anything about that yet. And my foams were packed with truck foam. So they were super stiff. You know, this was before we had closed cell inserts too. 
So my time, my, my slicks were actually pretty hard underneath. So everybody went out there in the second qualifier and I was watching some people's cars and they were doing wheelies all over the place. They could barely keep their car under control because their tires were so soft and they were traction rolling all over the place and all this other stuff. And so my TQ held up by the third round, the track had dried out. So slicks were no bueno anyways. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of cool in region eight at that time, you kind of had different, you had the St. Louis guys, the Des Moines guys, the Omaha, Nebraska, you know, the Nebraska guys, Kansas city guys, you had Topeka guys, you had with, you know, Hutchinson guys, and they would all come together kind of like they do now, but there was a lot more maybe tribalism. Is that kind of the right word where, yeah. you know, everybody kind of looked at each other and went, oh, that guy, that guy. so I heard, a, I kind of overheard a lot of, oh, well, he's not going to do any good when we go back to regular tires, he's not going to, he's not going to do any good, blah, 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 blah. And then I won stock buggy. And then I got third in mod buggy overall. Yeah. So, I mean, I still, and that was on square fuzzies. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I went out there and, you know, dominated qualifying and kind of, kind of rang the bell, like, boom, here I am. And then, and then I still think I held up for the most part. I didn't win mod buggy. But at least I was in, you know, back then that would have, that would have been a podium, right? Even though back then we didn't have podiums because we didn't have, we didn't have Facebook and pictures and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and the race was fun. I mean, any race at Chillicothe really was fun. There was the, uh, the one year, actually this was, uh, I can't remember if this was before or after I met, I met my wife. Do you remember me getting super wasted down there and almost getting alcohol poisoning. Mm-mm. Yeah. Don't do that folks. That's not good for you. Don't do that right. anymore. Well, I was, I was Chillicothe was always fun. And, and that was pretty much the year I kind of stopped any sort of drinking heavily. I basically, yeah. I basically uh, almost got alcohol poisoning. I ended up spooning my friend Chris and he punched me in the face and then I had to go out and uh, <laughs> sleep in the car. And then I projectile vomited all over the bathroom down there in Chillicothe, but it was like crystal clear. It was like water and vodka. So I didn't tell anybody and it didn't really smell or anything like that either. So it just, it just laid on the floor the rest of the weekend. And then like I had to get, I had to get woken up to, uh, to do my qualifier and I could, I was like dry heaving as I was driving. I do remember that. You do? I remember that part. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to like, then I went back to the couch and went back to sleep because Billy had this amazingly comfortable couch, but I could only think about how filthy it was because everybody slept on it or sat on it. And, uh, I pretty much spent most of qualifying on that couch. I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See? Yeah. She remembers a couch. So yeah, I I would say, I would say, yeah, that's pretty good. That's probably one of the best races, uh, best races I've run was that first, that first regional in Chillicothe, Missouri. Hey, I, this, I was thinking about you cause you've got a backyard. Have you thought about building a yeah. backyard track? I thought about it. I'm working on my backyard right now. I thought it'd be cool, but I don't really have a car. I'd want to run on it. Get a mini T. You know what I mean? Like go down, go down to, go down to hobby town, Lincoln over there in pine, whatever it is and get yourself a, or you know what? Better yet, call up to the Plex and I'll take your credit card and then I'll, I'll drive down there and say hello to you and I'll drop it off and be like curbside service. <laughs> Would you really? Yeah. And drive we, to my house? Yeah. On my day off. I'm not going to do it in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to work at the Hobbyplex, but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, I ha- I have a 18R. I guess I could run around oh. in my driveway or something. <sighs> but wait, 18R is that one of the cars, not the truck? That's the rally one. Oh, yeah. we had a. Emerson- I wish I had an 18T. Yeah, Emerson and I had an 18B. We had a buggy. For yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and, then, and we ended up selling it on mm-hmm. eBay. Because Charlie Swanka, we know Charlie. By the way, Charlie Swank has got his own um, YouTube channel called The Charlie Show, which I just want to say I did not accidentally copy that for the Hobbyplex show. It just made sense to call this the Hobbyplex show. But Charlie Swanka has a YouTube channel called The Charlie Show. And uh, he's actually got, I think at one time, didn't they have like a backyard slash track for a little while? And I think he's converted it into a 18 scale track. Oh, that's cool. Um, I guess I have that SC10. I have an SC10 I could do something with. I want to do a crawler course in the backyard. Really bad. That's what I was thinking. I'd get the enduro. Yeah. I have, I, at least I thought that I had permission uh, from my wife to, uh, to build a crawler course in the backyard. Can you confirm that I have permission to do so? If we get, what if we get shut down for two weeks or more and I've got nothing to do, couldn't I build a crawler course in the backyard? Where? Along the fence line. It'd be perfect. Absolutely perfect. It'd be so much fun. Which fence line? The trampoline is right there. We'll see. Like, okay. So you can see my backyard from my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have have that space. You have such a big backyard. Wasn't that a garden at one point? It's a meh. Yeah, it was a garden, and it was just overgrown with weeds. Oh. But uh, I should go... It'd be cool if I went back there and... Did like uh something cool. I don't know. Yeah. Like uh I think I would love to do I want to do a crawl course in our backyard. I think I can do it. I'd like to find somewhere that's getting rid of a bunch of old office carpet or something that oh. I can just lay out there. We could lay out a carpet track. We could stick in my carpet off road. We carpet off road. Well I'd just be a little cleaner. I would yeah. I don't have a tamper or nothing, so I just have to rake everything and wet it and rake it and wet it. I know how I would want to do it. It would all be raised up. So it would be on, it would be on stilts and it would just be a line going across, going along the fence line that I would do. And I would have like a, you know how I did the, uh, the spiral stairs at the Plex. Yeah. See, I would do that. So I would have it come up and then I'd do a spiral stair down and then I'd go along the other fence line and do another spiral stair down. I could do this. I could do a couple of cool things, but yeah, that would take a lot of time. And, uh, with as busy as we've been at the Plex, unless we get a complete, you know, forcible shutdown, which our states are kind of under pressure for that. Uh, there's, what is it? Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming that don't have shutdown orders now. Yeah. I guess there's eight states right yeah. now. So, I mean, hopefully they don't. Cause I kind of feel like if you're really that worried about it, don't leave your house. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, there's this article my wife was reading and I don't know, there's people that know me like in, when was it? End of January, early February. I got really sick. I had the I I thought I thought I had the flu, and I went in to like an urgent care place, and uh, they did a flu test on me, and they said it tested negative for the flu, and they said I had an upper re- respiratory infection. Yeah, and gave me the medication for it, and I and I was sick for like two weeks. I it, maybe longer. And I had like this chronic cough that wouldn't go away either. And uh, well, now I guess there's like this article and they're like, well, if you're treated for this in this period of time and 
had these symptoms, you probably already had the coronavirus. Yeah. And my wife is reading, and I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, everything on the internet's true, right? Yeah, but, right, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I ha- kind of have that going for me. Maybe I already had it, you know? I, I, I actually know, know. That'd be nice. I actually know a couple people that had an upper respiratory infection in November and December that wasn't the flu. Mm-hmm. And they right. they basically put up with it for three weeks. There is a guy, mm-hmm. I don't want to call him out by name, but he was a racer that, that was running carpet. That was, ha- I thought he was hacking up a lung for like three yeah. or four weeks straight. He was coming into the store, getting stuff for his car and, and was coughing like crazy. And it was kind of that dry, but it was, well, it was yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was loud too. My cough and like stuff? a dry, yeah. loud, just crappy cough. And it made I, me, I was coughing so hard. I would like throw up. It made me I think about that just it, because I was coughing. Yeah. It really made me think about that. Like what if it was here earlier and, and, and nobody really knew it until, you know, it was too late, but that brings up another point. I thought it originated in Wuhan in November and didn't really get over here until January. How did it get over here before November? If that's really the case. You know, then we could become, maybe we could become a conspiracy theory podcast and we could start talking about all this sort of things like that, that Harvard professor that got arrested for, uh, being a Chinese agent like three weeks ago or something like that. I don't know. You know, what's funny about about that? that I see Well, that's the thing. See, I see this thing popping up on Facebook every once in a while. And this is why I don't believe hardly anything. The, the press conference looks suspiciously staged to me. I I watched the press conference of this, of this Harvard professor that got arrested or whatever. And I watch it and I'm like looking at this guy and it's just like, is that really an FBI agent? I don't know. It it looks kind of fake to me. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, Patrick Mitrovics wants to know what will is doing with your downtime or do you have any downtime? Mm. That's a better question. And before you start that, a lot. before okay. you start that, we got to I got to open oh. up a kickstart. So I'm not going to waste the opportunity and I don't want to interrupt you mid sentence. So hang on. <laughs> uh, that was a deep one. Hey, pass me a kickstart. So, uh, mm-hmm. what is Will doing with his downtime? Why don't you, uh, what are you, do you have any downtime? That's the real question. Well, um, I go to work and I come home. So everything I do is usually at home. Um, uh, my scooter is running really good. Knock on wood, you know, like, uh, there's some, there's some wood. Um, the, so I really haven't been working a whole lot on that. I just ride it to work every day when it's nice. I'm actually going to have the tire get the, I have a, a rear tire that's already on a rim, uh, a good rim or my tires are good. I just got, I got some new tires for my scooter and I don't have a second front front rim. So I'm going to take it and drop it off probably Wednesday or Thursday when it's raining, um, at the bike shop or the motorcycle shop that I go to. I'm a, like, it's my hobby town like yeah. for scooter stuff. Yep. You know, uh, I, I go to this place called, uh, Great Plains, uh, cycle supply and 
Uh, they're they're actually not letting anybody in, but I think that's where Ken goes. Oh, is that yeah. is that kind of on the outskirts Lincoln. of Lincoln? It's uh, it's off Twenty Seventh and Cornhusker. Oh so no, no, you can get mind. there like nope. Well, there's one, there's one, there's Rod's Power Sports that's on the outskirts of Lincoln, and then there's uh, uh, Star City. No, it's not Star Those City. Probably the one that when the, the one that Those he goes to two. is there's that uh, you come off Interstate eighty and there's there's that double highway that's not that's not Interstate one eighty or whatever that's called that goes to Pinnacle Bank oh. Arena. It's the other one down the road. And it goes all the way around Lincoln, and then it's a big white frontier. building with, with a lot of motorcycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Frontier. Oh, okay. that, that's a Harley place. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I thought about getting a Harley. It'd be cool, but yeah. Well, anyway, so I go, I go there, and I know as the guy that owns the joint, and he has a scooter. He said he trade trade me for if I got him a, a Tamiya like Sand Scorcher Beetle. And a radio and a battery and a charger. He said I it, he'd trade me a scooter for that. And it's a pretty it's a uh, Yamaha Zuma, and it's a it's a two stroke fifty, but it's punched scorcher? out to an eighty. C- yeah, Kyosho. No, Tamiya. Ma- no, Tamiya. It's a like yeah. a Volkswagen. Yeah, bug the bee, thing. the bug thing. Can we still get yeah, those? Yeah, because he. Said he tra- yeah, they they reproduced them. Well, I know they I, re- I know they it. repopped them, but I thought I don't know if they're still available or not. The, they were last time I checked. Oh, okay, but he he said he'd trade me this the uh, the scooter. It's a it's a Yamaha Zuma. It's a two stroke. It's a, it's you know a two stroke fifty is going to have more power than a four stroke fifty. Yeah, there's there's just more power available, and they they make a lot more RPM. So the um, but this one's punched out to an 80. It has a Polini pipe on it and some other cool stuff. So he said I could buy it for, I think he told me 600 bucks, or he'd trade me a, a Tamiya Sand Scorcher. I think that's what it is. Wow. It's, it's the it's the Beetle. Yeah. No, that's a Sand Scorcher. Yeah. No, that's the right one. He said he'd trade me that. Yeah, he said he'd trade me that and a radio and something else. So I thought about getting him that stuff and getting wow. that scooter. Um, but, uh, Anyway, so I talked to him the other other day. I called him because they're only open on an appointment. Like if you know what you need, they'll have it ready and just right. come in and pay for it and leave really quick. And um, the he's I just called him and like, hey, I need a f- uh, front tire changed on my scooter. Um, could I just drop it off on the dock or something in the morning on my way to work and just pick it up and I'll like put some money in the slot or whatever? He's like, oh yeah, man, that's cool. So I'm I'm gonna do that. But I've been working on my backyard. I I filled up like 14 bags of jar debris. Just garbage in my yard. Garbage. And uh, leaves and stuff like that. So I'm kind of laying the groundwork for a potential backyard track or something cool back there. But if uh, we didn't have a big giant, uh, a big giant trampoline in the middle of our yard, we could do it. We could do a track. Yeah, I've been doing that. I've been. Working on my basement. I got my basement not to leak water anymore. Oh, that's good. Um, I had I had a company come and do some foundation work last month. They like cut out some stuff and jacked part of the house up, and it was cool. They had it done in a day. Nice. What more could you ask for? Yeah, yeah. I think and, uh, we had Thrasher coming into our basement for some water th- worry that we had, and it didn't take that long. So I've been doing that and 
uh, just kind of keep him busy around the house. I kind of want another scooter just because I'm kind of getting, I don't have anything to do on mine yet. Hopefully it keeps running fine. I just had somebody on YouTube ask me how the house jump went and I'm, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Uh, the house jump, uh, did not go very well. (laughs) So, uh, it'll, it'll, uh, we need to revise a couple things and then we'll get back to it. So to answer that question live as it happens, uh, no house jump yet. All right, go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. No, that's all I can really think of that I've been doing. Yeah. We painted our living room a couple weeks ago. Nice. What color? It's, I can't tell. It's like a, is it, is it mauve? No, it's like a really, really, it's like a, a light tan. And when it's at nighttime, like when we just have the two lamps on in the living room. Yeah. I can't tell. I honestly can't tell. That's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I um, my wife picked it out. Patrick also wants to know uh, how the store is doing in general. He's like, obviously you're doing the store and YouTube stuff, but he wants to know how the store has been doing in general with everything going on. Coronavirus update. Store has been doing fine. We make it a point to, uh, we're wiping down as much stuff as we can think of, like our keyboards, the phone. I was thinking the like Sunday, we, we were getting so many phone calls on Sunday asking if we were open that I got kind of tired of it. But I was like, you know what? Nobody's wiped down this phone in an hour. So I made sure to wipe that all down. We wiped down our pens. We actually have been uh, pretty well stocked on, on toiletries before this happened. And so we, we weren't in any danger of running out while everybody was going out and getting crazy about their toilet paper and stuff. So we actually had Lysol disinfectants already and, and, uh, uh, you know, the wipes or whatever those are that you pull out of the little plastic container and wipe everything down. So we've been doing the door handles. We have spaces on the floor to remind people to stay six feet apart when they're in line. We had a lot of nitro cars come in this weekend, a lot more than I, than I Mm -hmm. remember. And, uh, guess, guess who's the only guy at, uh, at the hobbyplex that knows anything about nitro cars, this guy. <laughs> so yeah, so I had mm-hmm. my hands full with a uh, bunch of T Maxes, couple Revos. Some guy brought a Red Cat in. I was like, Ugh. one thing that I that I started doing though is if they have a pull start, I make the customer pull start the engine. I learned a long time ago that pull starts break. Pull starts also suck. Yeah, in general, they just suck. Anyways, so you could sit there and be like, (sighs) and an engine won't start and you're sitting there pulling on this pull start, getting blisters on your hands and getting all pissed off and stuff. So I make the cuss. I don't make them, but I, I I politely ask them. I'm like, well, here you do that and start it. And I'll, I'll sit here with the tuning screwdriver, wait for it to fire up. Plus that way, if, if yeah. the pull start breaks, it's their fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. That's good thinking. Cause it's a good way to have to pay for $20 for yes. a bet. Like if you have a bad customer, that doesn't understand or, yeah. you know, uh, probably a lot of, a lot of clutch, uh, maintenance going on, you know, like, Oh, it starts, but it dies right away. You know, I'm sure you do a lot of that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the yeah. red cat yesterday was, not fast. I expected it to be way faster than what it was, but it was a, it was one of their cheaper trucks or whatever. 
and uh, I would I would lean it to make it go faster, and it would die. And so I had to back it way off mm-hmm. for it to just to run. And then I kind of found a sweet spot because if you gave it too much gas, it would like start to cut out, which, which mm-hmm. means, you know, it needed fuel. So I'm like, all right. So I'm, I, and I kind of finally found the spot where it needed to run. And I was like, I thought it would go faster than this. But then I remembered it doesn't mm-hmm. have, a, doesn't have a two speed or anything like that. Oh, my dad's calling me. That's great. Right in the middle of a show. Uh, that's <laughs> because, that's because yours truly did not, uh, turn off his phone again because I'm stupid. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, anyways, so lots of nitro cars store has been actually pretty busy. We have a big enough store where social distancing while everybody's in there doesn't seem to be that big of a deal. Everybody kind of finds their own little area and, uh, we've been selling a lot of puzzles and for, cause, uh, actually, uh, some of the Facebook promotions that I've been doing, uh, pretty much emphasize puzzles and models. And I've had a mm-hmm. lot of people come in and tell me, um, how they didn't even know we were there, uh, if it wasn't for Facebook. So, um, I'm pretty happy with that. And, uh, yeah, the store's holding its own. If we have to shut down, we're kind of ready. We'll, uh, we'll try to do curbside, uh, service, anything like that, just to try to, you know, keep, keep people going with their hobbies if they need to, we'll be kind of on a skeleton crew, that sort of thing. But I don't know. It's, it's the, the governor and this, and the, the mayor still, they're, they're declining to do any sort of general stay at home order. So we're still kind of good to go. Hopefully we only got another month of this. I hope then we can start getting back to where we like to be. Josh McMullen, uh, put up, he wanted me to, and I actually forgot about this last week. He had an idea of a girl's like a powder puff, powder puff class on Friday nights because they actually, before we had to stop racing, we actually had enough people there, uh, and enough girls that there could be a powder puff class. And I was like, well, absolutely, man. But the other thing about that too, is I kind of told him, I said, well, look, Trevor is the Friday night race director, not me. So mm-hmm. bring it up to Trevor, have him create the class in the system. And I, if it were me, I wouldn't even care if they race plex spec and a powder puff class, you know, cause normally if you race plex spec, I don't allow people to race anything else, but Friday nights are a little different. So I'm all for it. The more people in general we get, no matter what gender they are, if we can make a place where women and daughters and moms and girls yeah. can come and, and feel like, you know, they've got something on their own, we should totally do it. Yeah. So there's that. So I can't wait till we get back to racing. I have a feeling there's going to be this like pent up urge to just get out there and get those laps in. Right. I just feel yeah, like, I, I so. feel like this summer could potentially be one of our best summers once we're all allowed to get back out there and race. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I am more than looking forward to it. Although, uh, did I tell you that this week sometime I'm getting a, I'm getting a 22 X four probably Wednesday so I can race for, yeah, you told me. Yeah. I don't know. I probably won't. I don't know if I'm going to race it in like summer series and stuff. I just, it's going to be cool to have it. It's just part of yeah. Part of the reason why I wanted to be a privateer was so that I'm not just stuck with one brand and that's all I can race. I want to be able to experience all these different designs and and driving characteristics and and stuff like that and that's that at this point in my life that's what brings me joy in this hobby. So, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm like 
Associated sucks, blah, blah, blah. Because Associated is freaking awesome. The B74, amazing. The Techno 410.2, that car's fantastic. I just, it's a cool looking mm-hmm. car. I, when, you know, when I saw the, when I, when we finally got a chance to see what it looks like with the hood off, I was like, you know what? That car looks pretty fun. I, I'm, I might get that car. I'm excited. I'm excited to race. Put it that way. No matter what. Yeah, me too. Rob Nick posted, uh, will we ever see a dedicated drift track at the Plex? My only thing to that is, is, is where, <laughs> Like, yeah, I saw that question. It's a, it's like they'd have to figure out what they'd have to have to do to be able to like lay big hard plastic sheets out on the carpet track. Yeah, and to yeah. have like something that's already drawn out or painted on, like spray painted or colored in. And they could just drift on that and put some cones out. And yeah, that that would probably be the only purpose built or purpose like area that you could think of because. There just isn't the space. Like you have to move, you have to move the pit tables. Don't you? To get, yeah. Get I to thought the, those guys, I, those guys have been, the guys that have been coming and doing that before we were not allowed to have the pit space. I thought that was brilliant. How they, how they utilize mm-hmm. the space that we kind of said they could, they could have. And they, they actually just yeah. right before we had to shut down, they just even made it a little bit bigger. And so they they were hmm. really, they were really getting good video and stuff too of their cars. So I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those things where, where the hobby plex, we're trying to accommodate as many types of racing and or bashing or flying or crawling as much as we can. It's just that at some point we just start running out of spaces to put stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and drifting, yeah. drifting, unfortunately, you know, on the old gray carpet, it, you could kind of do it on this black carpet. Nah, it's just way too much traction, way too much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that space that we got right now where you move the tables off and see that. I think that's probably, probably what you guys are going to get. I need to make a post on our Hobbyplex championships page that, that, that race is definitely for the time being definitely postponed. I know we mm-hmm. talked about this last week that it's postponed, but I keep forgetting to get on Facebook and write that down or, or make a post about it. But Josiah Jr. said, I know Memorial Day weekend is usually a turd for you guys, but have you considered moving the spring champs to that weekend? And he kind of has the same feeling I do. He thinks there's going to be an RC boom after this quarantine thing. That's the first part of his question. The answer to that is uh, the, the weekend after Memorial Day is actually when we're trying to put the TCS regional race makeup date. So the spring mm-hmm. champs, the spring champs definitely won't be there if we, if we run them. We're still, we, we talked about it a lot today. We had a manager's meeting and we talked about a lot of things. And, um, right now we're, we don't really know where to put that race. If, if at all that weekend is kind of where we might put the TCS regional. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. The other, the other part of his question is, have you ever built, have either of you built an iRacing cockpit? He's thinking about building or buying one. I have a friend that has one. They made it out of an old sprint car uh, frame that they wrecked. Isn't that, isn't that what Derek Wood like got a lot of his. Yeah. Derek Woods. Like a, yeah. He's like uh, like an OG racing guy. Yeah. He won. Derek Wood won uh, the iRacing Daytona 500 twice. And he won in, when you win that, you win like an EA sports sponsored chance to race Dale Earnhardt Jr. 
in a simulated Daytona 500 at the Daytona 500, and he beat uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. twice and won a bunch of money each time. Doesn't Derek Wood have or had Dale Jr.'s like actual phone number that he could text him? I guess him? he still does. He like showed me. Yeah, he showed me once a text, like a text uh, messaging thing with Dale Earnhardt he, Jr. And I was like, I was like, oh, 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 yeah. I, yeah, gave no, my I guess face. they're good buddies. I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, Derek. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for me, pff, no, I don't have a time. A, I don't have the time. B, this person over here would not let me do it anywhere in the house. I'm sure. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. It's not, not in the cards for me. Not in if, the cards. If I was going to, if uh, I can't, I, I've tried doing the racing. It's cool. Like I, I, uh, what did I drive? I drove a, a couple of midgets. And Isn't, a I thought Jay Fairchild does that a lot too, doesn't he? Isn't Jay Fairchild he, deep, deep now into iRacing? He might. I don't know. I, I'm pretty um, sure he is. If I'm going to put that much time into racing something and having to build a cockpit and stuff, I'm, I'm racing real race cars again. Yeah. I just need to find somebody to let me drive their sprint car because I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I've always had dreams of wanting to do the real thing. I've always wanted to, I've always said that if like I won the lottery or something that I'd get into racing, um, off-road trucks, like core trucks, championship off-road racing or whatever they call that now or torque. Yeah. The off-road racing championship. I always wanted, I always thought that that'd be really, really cool. In college, I actually wrote a short story about a privateer like guy running in pro two. I got an A. I don't know what I would what I would do. You'd have to win like the mega big Powerball jackpot to the last, you know, because your first year you'd probably be just learning stuff, and your second year would probably be like finally getting into it yeah. where you can actually race somebody, you know. Yeah. But you'd have to be able to com- have enough money to commit to like three years of racing yeah. and, and do I'd, anything. With I always it thought about else. like who I would hire as, as part of my pit crew, like, like all my friends, like, like Catlid and, mm-hmm. and you and Jay. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Gretchen, would, Gretchen would be the t-shirt seller. She'd have a yeah. little, she'd have a little booth. Cannon. No, I want one of those Cannon things. Yeah. She'd have a little booth. A t-shirt Cannon. Oh, a t-shirt yeah, yeah, Cannon. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. She'd, she'd like be, buy a t-shirt and you just like shoot him with the t-shirt. She'd be like a <laughs> blank range. She'd be like a monster. <laughs> she, she'd be her own monster energy girl. We'd wear, make like a, yeah. we'd make her wear like a red and black skirt and a, and a shirt <laughs> that, and a shirt that's tied so she can show off her, her navel. That'd be sweet. No. I'd wear a matching shirt. <laughs> okay. Speaking of uh, exposed navels and miniskirts, we should probably uh, take a moment here to uh, listen to our sponsor, uh, pivotlending.com. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. So obviously I've got a special place in my heart for the veterans in our military. I'm a Marine vet. My dad's a Marine vet. My grandfather's a Navy corpsman vet who served in World War II on Iwo Jima with the 3rd Marines. My oldest son, as of Friday, is now a Marine Corps vet, Um, just finished serving our country. So I've got a special place for, for veterans and active duty service members. So 
I enjoy doing VA loans. I've tried to learn as much as I can about getting those done and all the ins and outs of them and uh, actually went to a class in Des Moines in November to become a certified VA specialist loan originator. Honestly, if you're a veteran and you qualify for that VA benefit, that is the best loan out there. You can do 100% financing, so no down payment. There's no mortgage insurance and the rates are fantastic. So the way it works is the VA will guarantee mm, a certain mm-hmm. percentage. Yeah, yeah. And so you can go, there's no, there's no loan limit on it, but if you get over a certain loan amount, you might have to put a small down payment down. You're still not going to have mortgage insurance, but um, there is no loan, loan limit on a VA. So hey, that's why you're, uh, you're the expert. That's right, Dave. David Olson, NMLS 160999. Don Zoller, NMLS 277-589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. There's a question about tires in here, but I know that if we got to it, that we'd go way over time. I, I saw that one, too, for Chad. Just go look at my tire setup guide on the J Concepts website. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. It has all the information there. Will Britton's the I, cool one on the J Concept squad at the Plex that has his own uh, tire setup guide for the Hobby Plex, specifically for questions like this. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't yep. want me to do it. So yeah, chat. Because <laughs> you just copy whatever I'm doing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> mine's like, mine's like, so I does everybody else. Mine's like, uh, I don't know. Just, I do what Will does. That's, uh, that's what I do. Yeah. Yours, yours is C, yours is blank and it just says C Will Brenton, uh, setup sheet. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my setup sheet. Uh, uh, like, it, like online, it would just have a link and it would, then it would be your face with tires. <laughs> Back when back when we weren't running the same tires, though, I kind of did my own thing, sort of. Yeah. Kind of. I ruined a right. pair of, was it Electrons at the Nats? Trying to scuff them in. Pretty I much, I pretty much ruined a qualifier because I like didn't. I scuffed them in totally wrong, and they were all wonky. And I went out there and I did terrible because I wasn't. I didn't know what I was doing. Huh. I learned a lot. I, I thought you were a J Concepts driver at that time. No, I was still a privateer. I could run whatever I wanted to, but I ran. <sighs> In 16, I know I ran electrons and I ran, I went out there on a pair of space bars for one of the qualifiers and dirt webs. I had, mm-hmm. I had electrons, dirt webs, and then I ran a, uh, Jason gave me a pair of space bars back then. And I, I was like, well, he gave them to me. I better go try them. So yeah, then it was, I think it was 2017 where I finally caved in and was like, all right, fine. I'll be sponsored again. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I totally value it. Tires are like 90% of the game. Yeah, it's ninety uh, percent of your race. Yep, I've been saying that for so long. That's something we used to say in go kart racing. I know, like, I know. That's probably where I got it from. It's more stuff I've copied from Will. Yeah, but like I, I've said that for since like two thousand twelve, and um, maybe well, I've said it longer, and now it's like you hear all these people saying that, and it's like, dude. <laughs> but maybe it's something people used to say. I don't know. Before we go. Have you, one thing that's come out of this whole, uh, coronavirus thing is all the streaming that everybody's doing now. Like Cavalieri's got a thing. Mayfield's got a thing. Spencer's got a thing now. Bornhorst's got a thing. Tebow's got his thing. Who else mm-hmm. is doing that stuff? Lifetime keeps on doing these things, uh, off and on. I think they had one with Scotty Ernst 
going on this Thursday. So there's there's a lot of information you could get now that way than than before this thing all started. Yeah, it's interesting. No, I I saw I saw all those, but I just never watched them. Yeah, I just hadn't done it yet. Yeah, I when I get home now, I do, I watch YouTube uh, until I go to sleep. So I've been I've been kind of perusing some of them. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. We're probably gonna watch uh, Westworld. Oh, yeah. I think this is the. I don't know which episode we're Did on. Did you watch my after hour show? Do you ever watch my after hour show? No, I have never watched what it. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. That's okay. Do you, ta- do you talk about me on it ever? No, no, not it? at all. Not at all. No. Not yet. Yeah, there's no reason. I mean, I can if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, oh, this I is, don't know. I go through I just, my phone. This is me and Will in 2011 in Texas. And scroll through a little bit more. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. this one's me and Will at uh, what race ever we went to in 2012. <laughs> And scroll through a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, this is at the Shark Horse Showdown. Scroll through a little bit more. Uh, this one's at the Midwest Champs in Rockford. Scroll through a little bit more. This one's at the Nats. Yeah, be sweet. Scroll through a little bit more. This one's at uh, Bob Novak's um, uh, uh, Whirlpool. <laughs> private yacht. Yeah, private yacht. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, we could have. We should have totally went swimming in Bob Novak's pool. We would have been the only one swimming. It would have been so weird. <laughs> Like, cause we, but he was like, yeah, just go back there. There's swimsuits and everything. Take your pick. I'm not a big fan of putting swimming. Swimming suits are so personal that I, I didn't feel like, like, like taking my underwear off, putting on a swimming suit at Bob Novak's house just didn't seem appropriate to me. If it would have been the weirdest thing ever, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. Because I wasn't going to leave. Stuck our feet in. The, I wasn't going to leave my undies on because then they would have been all wet, and then I would have been very yeah. uncomfortable the rest of the night. So if I was going to do it, just skinny dipping. Yeah, if I was going to do it, I would have just Bob Novak. That would have been awesome. <laughs> it's that kind of party, guys. <laughs> all right, yeah. That was a good time, though. You got to admit that was a good time. Yeah, that was probably one of the cooler up, experiences mm- ever. Sailed right up to the Queen Mary and do you know I try to take cool stuff. I try to take Emerson to the Queen Mary and you have to pay to get in there, not just to get into the Queen Mary, but you have to pay to get in that entire complex. Oh so, really? Yeah. So we just turned around. Oh man. I didn't know that until we pulled up there. There's a lot of weird stuff in California. Like I tried to get into this beach and it was a state park, I guess. And I didn't I didn't realize that that's how that worked there. So the so the lady at the gate like was yelling at me. Because I was like, well, can I just turn around? She's like, you can't get through the gate right now without paying. And I'm like, well, I don't want to pay. I don't want to. I'm just going to go to Huntington Beach where it's open. And I don't have to pay any money. And she was like, fine. And then I went this way. And then I almost turned the wrong way. So then she like, I could hear her screaming behind me. <laughs> went the right way. <laughs> but yeah, there was like, like beaches there that were kind of expensive, actually. I didn't really like that. So we just went back to Huntington yeah, Beach. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how they keep guys like us out. Yeah. Huntington Beach is better anyways because, boy, those volleyball courts right in front. Yeah. Oh, crap. Gretchen's here. Never mind. I don't know. Is that it? It's been about an hour. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's not too bad. We answered all the stuff that came on on Facebook, so that's that's not too bad. And uh, Mm -hmm. this week, not much hobby news. We'll find out if we have any new releases uh, this coming up Wednesday. And if we have enough to do a what's new Wednesday, I will do it. I'll be on after hours. You should come up and be on my after hours show. We can work on stuff together. We'll be like bros. Yeah, that'd be cool. We could do it as a video conference, I guess. We could try that. 
I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we better sign off. That was a good hour show, and we had some good stories. Will had some. Sure. Good, Will had some also good stories. Think we, we should just. Yeah, we should just do plan on doing story time or something. We'll do story time. Yeah, we'll have to figure out some good stories. I was thinking this week before we go. I was actually thinking this. I'm, we should do this next week. I, I got a really funny story about the time I went to Johnny Cool Guy in Texas. And this guy like picked my car up and threw it outside the track. And then, <laughs> and then in the main, he aimed for me with gas truck and broke his truck. It was great. I can tell that whole story. That's a good yeah. one. That's a really good story. Okay. I hope he, li- I hope that There's guy's, t- I hope that guy's listening to the show. Cause you suck. What is it with guys that in Texas that try to pick fights with us? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> remember that dude, remember that dude that told me to, Grow some height. Yeah, I told him to grow, grow some grow arms. Some arms. Yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he had these little T Max. He had these little like, T Rex arms. Yeah, and like <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna make fun of me? I'll make fun of you, dude." Yeah, like it's funny. <sighs> yeah, like that was old will yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was not about to, that. Was like dirt oval redneck shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, I was just so quick on the draw. Yep. Uh, Well, once again, uh, before we sign off, uh, thanks again to Pivot Lending at pivotlending.com. Don't forget to get a hold of uh, Don Zoller and mention the Hobby Plex show and get that $500 lender credit or uh, 0.2125 off your rate. That's a really good promotion. If you're in the area to buy a house or even to do a refinance, you definitely want to use them and mention our show. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. I cannot wait until I hear for the first time, like he, when he, when he texts me and said, Hey, we just got somebody to mention the hobby plug show. Cannot wait for that moment. I hope it comes soon. Yeah. That'd be nice. It'd all pay off. Yep. All right, man. I'll see you later. Cool. Yep. See you later. Bye. Catch you on the flip flop. <laughs>